back to another Donkey Kong Artist podcast. I think that's what it's called. I don't know what it's called anymore. We're doing a whole bunch of just different mini podcasts. We're testing the waters to see how it feels. But tonight, I have two very special guests with me tonight. I have Colin Codega, who's always my right-hand man. He's always with me. And a new guest, a staff writer from the DonkeyConArtist.com, Craig Batori. Craig, how are you doing tonight? Hi, I'm, uh, I'm doing pretty well. Thanks. How are you guys? Good, phenomenal. Good. You know, Call just uh, life is good. You know, been uh, just spent a lot of my time playing some Spider Man, and uh, but there's some some newer games I'm really looking forward to hearing about. We are going to take a step back from Spider Man because that's all Colin and I have played, and because we brought Craig on tonight because he's played two very immensely popular first person shooters that I could care less about, but Craig and Last Colin are big fans of. Craig has played Battlefield Five, the demo, and also the Call of Duty. What was that called? What was that thing called that they released this weekend? Blackout. 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 Yeah, that's what it's called. Blackout. So Craig got I his hands on both Blackout. of them. Let's start with Battlefield Five. Give me your overall impressions. How did you feel? How did it feel? What did you play it on? Uh, so I played. I played it on Xbox One, um, and I've been looking forward to this for. I don't know, a long time. I'm a big Battlefield fanboy. Um, I still play Battlefield Four, Three. You know, it's good. It's it's good. Uh, it's good. Good fun. Family fun. You know, it's, it's fun to squad up. I just like the multiplayer aspect. But the Battlefield Five beta, what uh, was out not this past weekend, but the weekend before, um, sort of left me with some mixed emotions of uh, hope and frustration. Hmm. Now, uh, Craig, can I can I ask first and foremost, what sort of game mode did you play, and how how many players were involved? So I'm assuming this was multiplayer beta, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Def- it was multiplayer, and I believe the two game modes that I played, um, and I think there are two game modes that were available at the time. Um, well, there was one I didn't play, and I think that might have been a quick look into the campaign, and was probably partially of a storyline that I didn't have time to get into. But the other two I did play was the was Conquest. And then, um, uh, gosh, forgive me, I can't remember the name. Grand, uh, what other game? The other game mode is they brought in Battlefield One. Grand Operations. Operations. There it is. Yeah. So I played those two game modes. Um, I had. I'll just jump right into it. Yeah, Grand Operations was was a lot of fun. I believe that was a sixteen v sixteen, um, and it's pretty fast paced gaming. It's sort of not. And this is how it kind of similar wasn't it similarly wasn't Battlefield One where it's it's pretty quick game modes and it's like best of five or best of three uh, and each game is what five to seven minutes and the conquest is much different where those game modes are you know anywhere from ten to twenty five minutes just depending on how the match how evenly matched up everyone is on your team but the conquest was still thirty two v thirty two for sixty four players, um, yeah. But you said it was fast paced. I thought Battlefield is notoriously like lumbering, right? Slow and lumber. I haven't played a battle, and I'm super confused because Battlefield One was the last one, right? Yeah. <laughs> and this is Battlefield Five now, right? Right. Yeah. And Battlefield One to me felt pretty slow. It was it was slower than. Excuse me. It was slower than. Um, it was slower than the previous Battlefield games, like Battlefield 3 and 4. Um, and it was... I thought they pulled it off well. The mechanics were a lot slower. It was a lot more, 
Nah, like a lot less twitchy, more fluid, but it was slower. In this game, I feel that the mechanics in Battlefield Five, the beta, were a really good mix of the mechanics, the twitchy, fast game sort of COD mechanics in Battlefield One or Four, and then the slower ones of Battlefield One. But yeah, the game mode Grand Operations, it was sort of it's not it's certainly not like Call of Duty or any more of the modern shooters where it's just like almost arcadey style where you're not going longer than ten seconds with seeing out someone. It still is you can set up and, and, and get with your squad and kind of prepare a flank or a rush or a push. Um, but it is a, still a lot faster. I mean, you can run right into battle, um, finding find a tank, find a vehicle, enemy or friendly, like pretty pretty immediately as opposed to like the conquest mode where it still takes a little while. The two maps they had were very urban, so it didn't take long to really find any enemies. Another thing I'll just jump into, the maps, they felt... Um, they felt a lot more open and that the the developers for the game sort of like created lanes, which we're seeing a lot more popularized in these sort of shooter games where there's a middle lane, a left and the right, and there's like a back and a front area, depending on which team you are. So the game felt a lot quicker, Conquest and Grand Operations, just because the maps didn't feel like they were forcing you into the lanes, but there were obvious areas that were lanes and less areas that you could transfer between lanes in between, if that makes sense. That's that's really interesting. That almost sounds like they're taking a, uh, what are they, like MOBAs or like a Dota approach where they have, you know, the three main lanes of the map and that's where all the action happens and you kind of strategize over, you know, which lane you want to focus your forces on. So that's kind of, that's an interesting approach. Yeah, I thought so too. Honestly, that's what I kind of, I was hopeful in that sense because I thought that it was sort of opening up sort of a different style of gameplay, but it also left me really frustrated because it was sort of like finding enemies and teammates is really predictable, and it was like really aggravating at times too. Um, just because I like the openness of Battlefield, I like the idea that it takes you a while to set up two, three minutes almost to where you can prepare yourself for a fight, or you can sort of jump right into it depending on where you spawn. I mean, um, DICE did report earlier this year that they – wanted to make Battlefield 5 more team-oriented. Um, and so I know with if you're playing with a medic, you can revive like how you would be as a medic class. But you can now revive anybody on your team. Any any person in your squad can revive you and, and vice versa, which has never happened before. So that was something that was kind of cool and interesting to see because that's never been implemented in a Call of Duty game and, or excuse me, <laughs> a Battlefield game. But you. I mean, it... But at the same time, like, uh, it's just like the curse of Battlefield where, like, I never got revived anybody anyways. Even if I die, my squad mates are just running over my, like, lifeless body while I just bleed out there. Um, one thing I will say, though, the, I don't know. I, I read this might be a bug. I'm not sure. But the whole bleed out time was extremely frustrating. So first of all, normally when you're bleeding out in the previous Battlefield games, um, it's, you know, showing you you have like a, a seven or eight second like clock down until you spawn, but you can go into your mini map. You can choose your weapon. You can still be revived in that time in that window, even if you're looking at your weapon or changing your class or whatever, where in the beta, you had a bleed out time of anywhere between 10 and 20 seconds. Cause you could make it, you could, you know, bleed out faster, choose to call for help with right or left trigger. And then after that happened, after 10 or 20 seconds, it took another nine seconds to spawn. So realistically, if you're if there's a squad around you, like because I think if the squad is around you, then it gives you the option to like lay there and bleed out. Or if there's a medic near you, it gives you the option to bleed out. Whereas if there's no one near you, you just go to the menu. 
I mean, it was upwards of like 30, 40 seconds to respawn. That's terrible. If you died and didn't get revived. I, I, I think it was a bug, but it was just like rage quit mode for me sometimes. So as someone who plays these games and stays dead all the time, that sounds enraging to me. Um, I feel like it's been most of my time. And, but I have to ask this. I have to ask this. Um, how does a game like Battlefield, because you heard what Call of, du- Call, Call of Duty, Black Ops 5, 7, 22, whatever, is doing to stay fresh. What does a game like Battlefield do to stay fresh with the Fortnites and the PUBGs and the what's this PC game that's really big scums in the world? Like what does what is Battlefield doing to stay relevant? And do they really need to do anything to stay relevant? Well, I mean, they're 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 coming out with their uh, battle royale mode, which they didn't preview in the beta, which I kind of thought was a mis- I thought it was a come up on Call of Duty because Call of Duty previewed their that's all they did for their beta was the battle royale, and and Battlefield didn't. They've only given some quick video looks, but I think that's one thing. The battle royale mode is something they're going to do different. Which that's already what Battlefield is, though. It's just the giant battle royale. I mean, but you just, but then you're playing a match with an objective. So basically, you just make it, you know, like a a one killed game, and that's and you're still playing Battlefield. So I don't know if the battle royale mode is going to make it that much different because that's already what the game is. And it seems like they've added some like really nice touches with um, some of the animation. Like you, it shows you physically picking up an ammo pack now. Um, they've made it so medics and assault class, you can't necessarily throw ammo or you have to go and like pick them up and resupply yourself to throw them down. Um, as an engineer, you can actually build walls. Now it seems like they've done these little things to sort of make the game more interesting and they've added little ticks to it. But at the same time, like they should have been doing this back in battlefield three, you know? And then the things like one of the things I had mentioned earlier was, you can only still have five people in your squad. I mean, that's another super aggravating thing that just like since I've been playing these games, I want to have more than five people or at least the option to be able to team up or party up with more than five people. So, you know, to be honest, I there wasn't a lot that really enticed me and made it seem like to answer your question that they're doing anything different. It just feels like they're sort of, they just pumped out the next game. I have to feel like EA is probably scrambling at this point because there seemed to be a lot of pretty positive buzz on Call of Duty's beta with Blackout. And I think that EA purposely didn't release the uh, Battle Royale mode in the beta because they wanted to sit back and be like, oh, what's Call of Duty do? Because Call of Duty has been showing this off a ton. And you have to think that they know that they probably don't have as polished of a product. I don't know. I haven't, you know, seen anything on it, but just PR wise, you have to assume that's what's going on. When when does Battlefield drop? November, right? Yeah. You know, originally the release date was October uh, 13th or whatever the second, the second week of October. But now it's, you know, they pushed it back to, uh, when was it? October 19th, I think is what's coming out. Yeah, October 19th. They pushed it back um, to November 20th. But now it's, yeah, now it's back to November 20th because it was falling right between Call of Duty and Red Dead Redemption <laughs> you know as well. No, they need to fix about a <laughs> solid, I mean, what, they did about three, four weeks from when Red Dead's out, and I think that's a very smart thing to do. I think everyone's still going to be obsessed with Red Dead at that point, but there'll be enough 
people that have fallen off or they've already beaten it where they're going to be looking for that next game. So I think that's actually a pretty smart move. So are we are we guessing that Red Dead's going to sell that well, though? Or it, I'm under the impression that Red Dead is a cult, like a cult hit. I, I'm not under the impression that it's going to be. Not after GTA 5. Mm. I don't know that GTA five. I feel like there's for every one person on the, on this earth, there is 80 copies of GTA five out there. Like it's been on the top 10 uh, sales charts for what? Five years now, like straight. Okay. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. I, I, I see Instagram ads for some of their new DLC or heist modes or stuff. Like even yesterday I saw one. <laughs> yeah, no, they're making, just bank. they're making bank off GTA online. And so, I'm a little nervous for Red Dead Online. I, I That's the one where I'm like, oh, is this going to sink its teeth into me? I, I have a feeling it may play out. And sorry, this is random Red Dead talk, but I have a feeling it's going to play out just like GTA 5 where it's gonna, not going to be super finished, but it's eventually going to be something fun. But I, I'm curious. I mean, like I said, I think it's smart that EA is just like, let's get away from this. Like, I feel like that whole month after Red Dead is just going to be a dead time for video games. And EA did this before, right? Didn't they do this with Bat? Which Battlefield did they release in? Be- no, I'm sorry. Was that Titanfall? Well, no, they released Titanfall and Battlefield at the same time. Like, within what? Like, either it was the same, it was like within a week or two of each other, which kind of cannibalized the market there. So I think. They are very sensitive over when they release a shooter like this, especially a shooter that could be overcast by you know the Call of Duty game that comes out beforehand. Interesting. Okay, yeah, they're learning. They're learning is what you're telling me. So, um, which where's uh, where's Anthem at in all of this though? <laughs> uh, what February, March, March. When that takes over. March. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah March right. when everything's coming out. That'll be no February is next year is when yeah. everything's coming out. So. But to get back to the uh, Battlefield Five demo, uh, would you? Is it excites you enough to go buy it, or is it just something where you have to see more, or is it something where you're just like, I don't, I don't even want to touch it? This do you buy? And another question: Do you buy them every year? Have you bought every iteration of Battlefield? So that's. Ooh, well, I'll give you a loaded answer. So yes, I have actually, no, I never bought battlefield hardline. So I guess no, but some people don't count battlefield hardline. Cause I don't even think it was a full release. It was 40 bucks or something when it first came out. But, but yes, I have bought every battlefield, but not whatever when they've been released. I think battlefield three was the only game I bought within the first month that when it was released. Um, but the other games usually I let it come out and I wait a few months and then I get them just because, yeah, I'd like to see how they play out and like to see what's happening like to see if the games are actually decent and, and i mean a large part too is like i'm sort of a social gamer so i want to see if my friends are online and so and even you know i have online friends that play every game so it's you know i usually get these games well past release so um i haven't bought every single one if you're counting hardline and i'm not like lining up at the door to buy this you know i'm not but to answer your question i'm not super excited to get this game and and I don't know. I mean, I honestly think I'll probably buy it just to play the battle royale mode. But then, I mean, I might just watch a few Twitch streams, and if it's not great, I'm I'm not sure. I think to answer your question fairly, inevitably, I will buy this game, but I'm not going to buy it on release date. I really want to see how this plays out. Um, I'm not overly excited for it. I mean, there were just too many things that just kind of like. I rolled my eyes at and just in terms of the maps in terms of being able to revive your squad and now everyone can revive you. Um, 
just in terms of even like the ADS mechanics, I mean, down sight, like it felt good, but the bullet spray almost felt very Counter-Strike-ish where it was a lot bigger. Um, you know, and I don't know, you know, EA, DICE and EA have published things that they're going to update after this beta and none of the changes that they published um, seem to like really entice me at all. And I think combine that with the fact that I'm not really down for another like World War game or a throwback game. I want modern warfare. I don't think I'm going to buy it right out of the game. Good answer. Good answer for a very tough question indeed. I'm a very good interviewer, by the way. Yeah, no. It, <laughs> it, it answers it. Answer, it doesn't yeah, seem like you're yeah, too yeah. thrilled about it. So talk to me about this Call of Duty beta. Did that do enough to make you um, excited about the new Call of Duty? And this, and let me. the beta was just the Blackout, just their version of Battle Royale, right? Right, yeah. And you had the option to play um, solo, duo, or quad. So with yourself, play by yourself, with two people or four people. And they also had this mode which I thought was just super interesting and also a ton of fun. And I can't remember. It was like a quick play, basically, where it just drops you in with another person. It squads the two. The map closes, like, as 200% quicker. There's only submachine guns and, like, shotguns. I think there are some assault rifles you can pick up. And uh, with only a certain sort of uh, perks that you can acquire. Um, so, yeah, there were a couple different game modes. And so, conversely, compared to Battlefield, I had a great time playing Call of Duty. And so, to... Dr- to sort of drag your previous question from Battlefield, like, no, I have not bought in every iteration of Call of Duty. It's I sort of fell off the Call of Duty train years ago. Um, the last two games I haven't bought, I played mostly just for the zombies mode. Um, but this Call of Duty, just for the Battle Royale, I can answer confidently I am going to buy it. Um, it basically, if... Just, I mean, and there's a ton of footage out there now, and there's a lot of like gameplay that that even before the beta came out that uh, Treyarch released. Um, it looks good. It feels really good. Like if if Call of Duty made a battle royale game and did everything right, it's pretty much this. I mean, there's a few things that are sort of like kind of uh, ag- not aggravating. They're sort of frustrating in the sense where it's just like, okay, I got to get better at this game, or like how long have I not been playing Call of Duty? Am I playing against a 14-year-old who just plays this all summer? Um, but yes, like this, uh, it felt really good, and I had a great time playing the Call of Duty, the blackout mode. Now, I'm, I'm curious, Craig, based on... I, I read quite a bit about this, uh, some people's reactions to it, and I was actually pretty pleasantly surprised at the um, positivity going around around it. And one thing I kept hearing over and over again is that it and you kind of hit on this is it feels like it's call of duty controls and first person shooter tightness mixed in with the kind of heart pounding action and wide open map area of like PUBG. Like you kind of put the shooting mechanics of call of duty into PUBG, and this is what you would get. It, how do you think that's a fair assessment based on what you played? Yeah, absolutely. I, and I played a, a ton over a hundred hours easily of PUBG, And this was, this, and I've, I've heard this from, I think it was Dr. Disrespect said this, and I've heard this, I've heard and read this too. Like, yes, absolutely. I think that's a totally fair assessment. It, it feels like if Call of Duty took the best things from PUBG and then a few things from Fortnite and then like one or two things from H1Z1 and then put them in a, in a Call of Duty form and made a game and this is what this is. So yes, I think absolutely that's like totally what it is. Um, it's like almost as if I'm playing it 
Um, if you sort of take out the mechanics of PUBG, the third person of PUBG, um, sort of actually, you know, PUBG does feel pretty open and pretty lonely when you're playing that game, even with the squad. And you feel, I think in PUBG, you just feel way more vulnerable. But Call of Duty just feels more Call of Duty esque. And so it's still a little twitchy and you're running around with the squad and you can kind of, you know, the. The, the mechanics in the gameplay feel like a Call of Duty game. So they took like the best things of PUBG um, and put them in Call of Duty. And I mean, you still have the blue, the blue barrier that comes in. You still drop out of a helicopter um, with, you know, over a drop zone. The map layout is really similar. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, no, you, you, you're selling me on this, uh, a lot and i i guess was there anything that stuck out that you didn't enjoy um you know any anything that just came off as like rough or just you know since it's in beta form i was actually thinking about that because i i there were i mean there were a couple of things that just came off um kind of rough like for example um and this is probably just a mechanic of call of duty of call of duty when you spawn in if you land in like the same area as someone else and you're slow to pick up a weapon or you don't get into the building first, it's it's pretty difficult to try and get away. It's not like PUBG where you can go like crawl around and sort of sneak your way out. And I mean, and that's not that's not a I guess a bad thing. It's just very Call of Duty like where it's like sneaking around and stuff's pretty difficult. Um although there there you can still sneak and stuff in this game. Um it is was the beta. It was pretty buggy at first, um, through the first like four or five minutes. And if you're in like a zone or an area of the map that's heavy with other players, it does seem to get kind of laggy. Again, it's the beta, um, but to to credit Call of Duty, I mean, there's 80 players in a game. They've never done anything like this before. Treyarch and Activate, none of these, none of the Call of Duty developers have ever made a game mode this big. So. I'm, I'm, and I think that's why it's hard for me to like find some of these contingencies or some of these flaws with Call of Duty because I'm, I'm okay with the little flaws they have. So I'm like, oh, you guys haven't done it. It's built top down. It's not built from the ground up like PUBG is. It's built like they already have this base game. They have a multiplayer campaign mode, and it's sort of like it feels. To answer your question, uh, there weren't a lot of things that made me just go, oh man, this is terrible. I mean, if it does feel very Call of Duty, and so it's hard for me to play these games already because it's very twitchy and it's sort of not my style. But then again, I'm so enticed to play it because it, fe- it what it feels like. And I just heard an interview with the the lead dev from Treyarch, and it kind of gave me the impression that they sort of just had like an all out like, well, let's just make it how we think we would want to make it and see the response. And if it fails, then like. We're still going to get the sales. We're still going to get the multiplayer base. We're still going to get the zombie player base. And that's what it feels like. If they just made a game and they just like threw their sales in the wind and just said, here we go, and sort of took a couple of risks on things, and and they work. They work really it, well. That's you what like you have to do to stay relevant in this market of ever-growing multiplayer games that seem to just stay stale to me. I And I, I, I hate to say it, but the only... And I and I am a stan. I'm going to say that right now. But the only multiplayer game that felt relatively different for me in the last like ten to fifteen years, okay, two games. I'll give you two, which were Titanfall, which felt absolutely new to me, and I have to say Overwatch. But Overwatch was an absolute mm-hmm. rip. Okay, uh, we might get flack for this, but I'll say it's an absolute rip off of Team Fortress oh, Two. Ma- Ma- it's Splatoon. 
Modern Warfare. <laughs> Modern Warfare, dude. Call yeah. of Duty 4 changed the game where they brought in RPG elements and grind into But then every game, game tried yeah, to R- emulate Modern Warfare. So th- that's that's my problem. It's not with Modern Warfare because they kind of are the grandfather of all this, right? It's that every game... I mean, every multiplayer game has the same modes. Every multiplayer game feel, shoots relatively the same. Um, it, it wasn't until Titanfall where I was just like, okay, this starts to feel different. So it for me, it seems like Call of Duty was doing the totally, same thing every totally. single year over and over and over again. So I'm actually glad to see them switch it up, and I'm glad to hear that fans are basically welcoming to all these changes. Yeah, me too. From what I've read um, on forums, on Reddit and stuff, it seems that, it seems that there's a lot of positive feedback. And, and to credit Battlefield too, it seems there's a lot of positive feedback around Battlefield. But it seems that Call of Duty has a lot of support and good press from the Which community. Which is good. Like you said. I mean, yeah, and if they're if they're able to pull off the battle royale mode, it's it's going to be interesting though. Trying something different, but it kind of plays into this is the name of the game when it comes to first person shooters. Is everyone's going to have one of these now, and it's just going to be the norm until that next mode pops up that everyone's all about. Yeah, yeah, we're just going to have to see yeah. how it plays out. Both of these games are coming out in November, right? <laughs> I think Call of Duty is Call of Duty October. Is it? I don't know. Well, I think, you know, it, it is It is October. I think it's October. Um, oh, man. October 12th. Why would anyone release yeah. a game and then November that close to it? Whatever. Whatever. All right. Um, I mean, I think they just got to stay close. They got to stay consistent with their previous releases every single year. Just, I mean, I... Yeah, that's close. I think Red Dead's coming out on the 26th of October. Yeah, the 26th of October. So, well, I mean, if you're confident, it seems like the Treyarch and um, Activision are really confident in Black Ops. They Black Ops has done well. I mean, every iteration pretty much. I don't I'm not so much 3, but I know 2 is like revered um by a lot of uh, call of duty fans but you know if they're confident in the product doing a couple weeks before um red dead it's like i'd almost rather be in that position than waiting a month until after red dead because at least you you get the jump on it before and if it's good enough people will play it while they play red dead or they'll be playing it long after they've already beaten the uh, campaign of red dead mm, good point mm. yeah yeah I don't know. It's great. We got Edmund uh, talking and about uh, first-person shooters again. And, I, <laughs> and on that note, we're going to wrap this thing up because I think I've spent way too long talking about first-person shooters. But that was fun. Craig, I want to have you back on because you brought up something that I've – you said that Call of Duty combines – and I'm not, I'm not going to get this question answered tonight. But you said that Call of Duty combines the Battle Royale elements from H1Z1, Fortnite – and PUBG, and my question is, what the hell do any of them do differently? I know Fortnite builds, but what the hell does H1Z1 do differently than PUBG and vice versa? I, I just, I don't understand. So we're going to have to do a podcast where you break down these Battle Royale games for me. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, we I, I just, I, I am like lost among a world of where these games keep coming out. And I don't know if you guys have seen that like scum game that's been all over Twitch lately. Have you yes. have you played that one? Yes. 
No, I haven't played. I've watched a lot of gameplay, okay. but I have We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk yet. about it probably sometime next week. But on that note, thank you for listening. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Follow us on SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. We're everywhere. Facebook. MySpace. Kick. Yeah. My students use Kick. I know that is. Craig's list. But thank you. And that is it for tonight. Make sure you check out our other podcast that we'll be posting also at the same time this week, I think, on Spider-Man Spoilers. Thank you for listening. We love you.